Very excited to welcome to Local News Live Canadian-based artist Lolo, who was on her first cross-country tour across the U.S. Let's see here, Lolo. You just put out a new single. It'll be part of your first EP coming up. You just signed with Hopeless Records, a big record company in the U.S. You have about 500,000 people listening to you each month on Spotify, and you really just kind of built up your career over the pandemic, putting out videos and music on TikTok, and now you've earned a nationwide following, not just in Canada, but here in the U.S., and you're on tour with Legends Newfound Glory, Less Than Jank, up-and-comers Hot Mulligan. What a, a year it is for you. How does it feel? Tour is going amazing. I had no idea what to expect because it's my first tour. I've never toured before. I've only ever performed in Toronto, where I'm from. And I was actually kind of scared that I was going to hate it and that it was going to be a lot, but it's a lot in the best way. Like, I'm obsessed with touring. I love it. I love performing every night, love seeing the audiences, seeing the different cities. So fun story. Last year during the pandemic, you put out a TikTok. You're singing the song Vicious Love by Newfound Glory, the Haley Williams verse. And flash forward a year later, you're touring with Newfound Glory and you're singing that very verse on stage with them. It's just incredible. Uh, what was that moment like for you? That was crazy. Like when they asked me to do that and especially to do Haley Williams part, I mean, she's been a huge influence on me and my music. I was just like, uh, yes, but also, oh my God, so much pressure. Like, how am I gonna live up to her? But um, yeah, I, I really wanted to make that video because I thought it was really cool. So yeah, being up there with them and singing it and seeing all the fans, like singing every word and jumping up and down so hard, it's amazing. Most people haven't gone across America on a rock and roll tour before. Pull back the curtain a little bit. What's your favorite part? Is it the performing, the traveling, the catering? I don't know. What, what's the best part about it? I mean, I like seeing the different places, but we have some long van rides. We don't have a tour bus as the opening act, so we're just in a van a lot of the time, which is challenging. Um, but yeah, my favorite part of touring has definitely been just seeing the fans, like performing for people. The last two years I've been performing in front of a computer screen, you know, some live streams here and there. And it's just so not the same. I mean, it, it worked for when it worked, but being in front of real people and feeling that energy has just felt so good. And for me personally, like I've all of the music that I'm performing on this tour, I've put out during this pandemic. So I guess I didn't really know, like, do people like this? Do I have like real fans? And then I'm seeing them at the front, you know, at the front, 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 singing every word. Now, you really started making a name for yourself during the pandemic, putting out music on TikTok. It seems like that's kind of a trend these days for young artists, using that as a, a tool to, to build their audience. Funny, because at first I was like, you know, maybe I'll wait till the pandemic's over to put music out. <laughs> Thankfully, I didn't do that because I would still be waiting. Um, but yeah, you know what? For me, I think it actually, in a way, helped launch my career because it just you know, TikTok is such a great platform for artists because there's no gatekeeping. There's no, you need to get on this playlist. You need to get put on this billboard. It's just like For You page. And the For You page does a really good job at finding the people and finding what they want to see. So I feel like I've been put on the pages of people that want to see me. And for me, that's just really helped me get, I'll just get my name out there and get more well-known, I think. Um, and it's also cool because you could just put a little snippet of, a, of an idea 
And, you know, if it doesn't get that many views, you could be like, okay, maybe this isn't the thing. And then if it gets a lot of views, you're like, okay, maybe I should put this out. So it's really good in a lot of ways, getting your name out there and also kind of like testing your audience. So I think it's definitely the best tool for artists right now. So is using TikTok a 2020, 2021 pandemic thing or post pandemic, do you think artists will continue to use that to try to build their audience? I mean, I think it's here to stay until it somehow gets like, if, if one day there's TikTok playlists and you can only see, you know, what the app tells you to see. But as long as it's anyone could put out content and anyone can see it, I think it will be here to stay. Yeah. You mentioned a few of them uh, when you answered one of my earlier questions, but what are some tips for people? Maybe uh, if you're a young artist or heck, retired, picking up a guitar, trying to put out some videos uh, on the internet, what are some tips you have for some people trying to put music on TikTok? In definitely putting little clips of my songs out, I feel is always really telling, but for strategies and making the actual video, I would say just being like authentic. When for TikTok first started, I was doing a lot of dancing videos. <laughs> I cannot dance, but I was trying, <laughs> I was trying to do the trends and stuff. And um, then when I put my first singing video out, I was like, oh, this got a lot more likes and views. So I think it's just about finding what you can actually do and like your actual niche and not trying to do something that everyone else is doing. Just finding what you're good at is probably my best advice because people can smell inauthenticity and they can see when you're actually authentic. And I think they like that, obviously. So what do you like to write about? Boys and <laughs> how they hurt me. Um, no, but for real, definitely, you know, I do all of my personal experiences. And for me, that's been growing up, being in relationships, navigating, you know, going from, you know, child to adult. Um, and I feel like that reflects in my lyrics. I try to just say what people, I, I don't try to like, oh, will people like this, will people like that? For me, I just be like, I just try to put my lyrics out and I'm like, okay, this is what I'm feeling. And I'm sure someone else is feeling this too. So for me, I just try to be, as blunt and sometimes even too blunt, like, but I think that it's cool. And I, I always try to write things that people haven't necessarily heard before. Like in my song, Die Without You, one of my lyrics is sometimes I wish I could hit you with my car. Mm -hmm. And when I first wrote that, I was like, are people gonna think I'm a psychopath? But also like, I feel like everyone feels that way sometimes and not everyone says it. So I just decided to say it. So you just released the song, You Look Stupid. It'll be on your upcoming EP. Tell me about this single that you just put out and why it sounds a little bit different maybe uh, than some of your other work. You Look Stupid will actually be the most hip hop driven track out of all of my tracks that I've ever released and the most hip hop driven track on the EP that is coming out in the fall. Um, that one is actually funny because I wrote that song like two or three years ago, or I started to write it rather. And it was almost like I was writing it as a joke. It was, I have been writing a lot of sad songs about an ex and I got to a point where I was just like, I'm not gonna be sad about this anymore. Kind of writing these funny lyrics, like one of the lyrics is, I hate your face, so does your dad. And when I wrote it, I was like, okay, I'm not actually ever gonna put this out. Like, this is too silly, you know? Um, and then as it kind of progressed, I went back to, I forgot about the song and I went back to it and I was like, I feel like I would say this now. <laughs> Three years ago, I don't know if I would say that. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to people hearing that one because it's definitely different than my other stuff, but it still has, you know, the same kind of quirky lyrics. So how excited are you for this upcoming EP that you're going to release? 
super excited for the EP. I'm excited for it to all live in like a nice little family that is just packaged together and on Spotify and Apple and everything. Um, yeah, for me, I just, as an artist, I love seeing other artists. Like I just love when people put out bodies of work rather than singles. And I know it's a singles game these days and that's what we have to do. But like, if it was up to me, I would release like EPs, like little songs at a time, because for me, I, I'm obsessed with like the story and how other things tie into each other and stylistically. Um, so I'm super excited to put out a body of work. I think that will be. Lolo, that's awesome. We're excited for you. Can't wait for that EP to drop. Over the past couple of years, I wanted to ask you about this. We've seen more artists of color uh, get into the alternative scene. We've seen more women be front and center in the alternative scene. It's really diversified. How valuable has that been? 100%. I, I'm definitely seeing that. And for me, I think growing up in Toronto, um, they always call Toronto like the melting pot of Canada. You see so much different culture and religion and different people doing every little genre and every little thing. So for me, it's like I it's something I've always grown up with, seeing all these different kinds of diversity in music. And I love it. And I love that it's coming to the pop punk world. So I think that's awesome. So music kind of seems to be changing a little bit. We're going back to guitars. We're seeing more guitar heavy work, alternative rock, rock and roll becoming a little more popular again. Uh, do you think that trend is maybe here to stay? I feel like we're in a guitar zone right now, which I love because I've been in a guitar zone ever since I've been releasing music. And I, I always say like, oh, I just kind of got lucky because now this is like in. Um, so I don't see this pop punk influence leaving anytime soon. I feel like this will be a thing for a little bit of a while, a little bit of a while. That makes no sense for a while. Um, I think it will be a thing. I hope it will be a thing. And yeah, I just I feel like because of TikTok, especially it's like a lot of I mean, to me, pop punk isn't necessarily a sound. It's more like you're going against the grain. So really, it could be more hip hop -y, it could be more emo, it could be more pop punk, but like anything punk is just like being different and going against the grain. And I feel like with TikTok especially, you have access to all these artists that like some random guy that like lives in a farm in Iowa, but that wouldn't, you would normally never hear his music, but he's posting a video and you get to hear that. And you know, so I think we have access to a lot more people that are just like doing their own thing. Lolo, thanks for jumping on Local News Live. Can't wait for your new EP and can't wait to see what you do with your career. Thanks for having me.